2: john and steven thank you it's cabinet comics i'm your host john clark with me mostly always is my co-host steven brown and lisa and tina are with us um are you lisa and tina brown is this how this works no. no
3: no you
2: are the you are the first two people we've had on the show that were not married and now married.
3: oh look
1: at that oh
2: yeah yeah, we've had several people that were married and now are not married. <laughs> yes. But you're going in the positive direction. It's nice to be on the other side of it.
0: Yeah, you're on no side of it, Stephen. No, happily.
2: <laughs> there's, no one, <laughs> there's been no one in your room except that Galactus statue.
0: That you gave me, yeah.
2: Well, that's, that's, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't even yeah. have <laughs> But But um, the announcement was so big. Uh, I'm sure as everybody knows, Disney had their investor event, which was all virtual, and they announced everything. (laughs) So pretty much everything you'll want for the next four years, except the X-Men.
0: Yeah, and I I think that's deliberate. I mean, they even announced a Fantastic Four, and everyone's like, what about X-Men? And it's like, we've gotten really, really, really bad X-Men very, very recently. Yeah. And I think they need to kind of give some time for people to forget just how bad X-Men's gotten. And I think it's a little easier to do Fantastic Four because it's a whole Captain America ago <laughs> we had Fantastic Four. Um, and then the, you know, that reboot they tried a couple
2: years ago was so bad, I don't know that anyone actually saw it. and no one, so, I don't think anyone remembers it. It had, Kill, it had Killmonger as Human Torch. The,
0: yeah, other, the yeah. other
2: Fantastic Fours are full of MCU Human Torches.
0: Yes, um, so I, I think the Fantastic Four is probably the big one and you don't need to announce both the Fantastic Four and the X-Men at the same time because it's like they're, they're enormous, enormous properties that are, people are very eager for. And I think it's like they're the only big ones left. You know, it's like, it's like Moon Knight and the Eternals and She-Hulk and characters nobody cares about. Fantastic for hey, I, I, like. well, <laughs> I mean, I mean, in the general sense of these things. Trust me, I love She-Hulk. I read that book constantly. This I is what the general
1: public could give two shits about She-Hulk. Yes, but the general
0: public yet because public this is the same public enjoy. that didn't care about Guardians of the Ten years ago and didn't care about Ant Man Ten years ago. This um, is one of those books.
2: few weeks I wish this was a video podcast because you you should have been able to see the looks of outrage on Lisa's <laughs> yeah. face. Steven said no one cares about the She Hulk. That's true. I will say, uh, before we get into all the announcements, which we should probably just read off as a list, they also announced this week, which was not brought up in the event, that Deadpool 3 is being written. So they are actively working on the third Deadpool, which would be the only thing close to X Men. Yeah, Yeah. and Ryan Reynolds is still a part of it, so he would be the only one. Kind of like J.K. Simmons is is still the
3: first operated movie.
2: Well, that's part of the question. I think we're not going to know. They might PG-13 it down. I mean, they oh, tried Deadpool. it with Once Upon a Deadpool. And How
3: can you go through the first two Deadpools and then bring the third one down to PG-13?
2: I know. It's going to be a good question. Because you, yeah. you can't put Deadpool 1 and 2 on Disney+. plus. No.
0: And I, I know there's been a lot of talk with them trying to figure out what they want to do with Disney+, and what it's going to become, or if they are going to have some kind of like adult version of Disney+, plus, which may never happen because it's like yeah, a, you, can. you can't a babysit you know, babysitter for your kids. I think we'll get Deadpool. I think it will be rated R. I don't know that like Disney put out the Kill Bill movies. You know what I mean? It's like it'll be under another umbrella.
2: It'll be Touchstone, like, it'll be Miramax, it'll be yeah. Yeah.
0: It'll be one of their other like subsidiaries. It's like they're not gonna Disney doesn't buy a thing and then fuck with it so that it's not the thing that they purchased. This was the big fear everyone had when Disney bought Marvel, was they're like, they're going to put fucking Mickey Mouse ears on Wolverine. And it's like, they didn't do anything like that. They left the comics alone completely. They let the comics be the comics. And um, it's the same thing with Star Wars. It's, uh, you know, they took something that, you know, people worried about them buying Star Wars. And it's like, we're in a fucking golden age of Star Wars now Uh, we have
2: one show we we all love and there's been a lot of star wars announcements but we've uh the movies have gone down and down and that's the big takeaway from this and disney basically said this a month or two ago they were like we're really just throwing everything at disney plus we have 80 million subscribers uh people aren't going to go to the movie theaters um so let's just keep putting everything on this platform and judging from the trailers they're spending the same amount of money on this stuff
0: yeah and that was it was that's us we got a lot of trailers that came out in the uh especially when you watch it like the loki trailer yeah you're kind of watching this and like this is like a this is a fucking movie (laughs) they made they made a loki movie that's going to take six hours to tell
2: so let's get right into Marvel. I think that's the thing we were all most excited about. There's a lot of stuff about Star Wars. There's some stuff about Fox. There's some stuff about Pixar. There's some stuff about Disney. But Marvel is kind of what really exploded. And Kevin Feige himself came out and presented that um, in no particular order. We saw trailers for WandaVision, which we know is coming in January. We saw a trailer for Falcon and Winter Soldier, which we were, Finally.
3: Supposed to-
2: yeah, we-, that- we were supposed to have that in like October. It was supposed it was to come supposed out to come this come out year. In
3: August. <laughs> it was, yeah, wow. you're
2: right, Tina. It was supposed to come out before WandaVision.
3: I'm very up to date on what's happening with Falcon Winter Soldier because I've been anxiously awaiting the return of my sweet Sebastian Stan.
2: He's very popular. Now, Tina, do you think he looks like Mark Hamill? Because a lot of people say he does.
3: So I didn't see it until I saw a side by side of like a young Mark Hamill and then Sebastian Stan. And I was like, holy fuck, he could play him.
2: Yeah. He totally could. I would not be surprised. There's a lot of um, talk on social media of like, we need to get Sebastian Stan playing Luke in Mandalorian or one of these several spinoffs they're talking about. Ahsoka Tano is getting her own show in the same timeline. There's Rangers of the New Republic. There's like a lot of places if they wanted to recast Luke, they already have him. But the trailer from Falcon, Winter Soldier showed me exactly why WandaVision got moved up because that thing is all over the place. Like, they it shot that like outside. It. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It it looks like a huge action film. Like, basically, they, it's the Falcon Winter Soldier movie, just in multiple yeah. parts.
0: And yeah. that's, like, Kevin Feige's even said that in these interviews, is that, like, they they basically shot them, like, movies with the idea. Obviously, they're slightly structured different because they've got to have a six-episode structure. But, um, I mean, these aren't going to be as big as The Mandalorian in terms right. of like action and quality and i think that was the big test for you know when they announced all these shows i was kind of like ah, we already did this with the netflix shows and right. agents field on abc and i never really cared for those shows too much first season of daredevil was great <clears throat> but then that second season of all those shows I, I really didn't care for and
2: season three of daredevil was really good though
0: yeah and i don't even know if i honestly made it that it far was, yeah it um, was good
2: But, yeah, you're right. These are next level. These are not what they were doing on Netflix or even – Right.
0: This is a a higher caliber than I think what uh, I was initially expecting with the announcements post seeing what they did with The Mandalorian.
2: And the fact that they said six episodes for Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's like we got eight of The Mandalorian. I believe we're getting eight this year. I think next week is it for Mandalorian for season two. I think they're going to be as many episodes as they want to be because they mentioned – for Star Wars, the Cassian Andor, they said it's 13 episodes when they were showing that. So yeah. I think it's all, it's not a matter of budget. It's not a matter of money. It's I think a matter it's- of
0: kind of like, uh, what, what it kind of should be is like the story dictates how much material they're going to generate, right? Is that mm. they wrote six episodes, we've got six episodes. There was a big problem with the Netflix shows is you'd watch three episodes of Daredevil and be like nothing happened in any one of these episodes right. or in Jessica Jones, they catch the purple man. He gets away. They spend two episodes chasing him. They catch him again. It's like, it, it's just kind of like filler materials was kind of like the burden of those Netflix shows. And it seems like they've done away with that with, um, with these new Disney plus shows.
2: Right. So we're getting, yeah. So it, it makes a lot of sense. We're getting WandaVision first because that kind of looks like they shot it all on a soundstage. And in fact, in the star Wars presentation, when they talked about Mandalorian the way they shoot it with the volume with these huge LED screens in a soundstage, there was um, Kathleen Kennedy said they're building three more of those studios. So I got to believe the with the visuals they're using for WandaVision, they shot it in that volume with LED screens. So it seemed like that was, and Kathleen Kennedy actually said in her presentation, because of the way we're shooting, these are, uh, these shows have done really well during COVID because it's all contained. I mean, right. the Mandalorian. Everybody's wearing a fucking mask and standing six feet apart from each other because they're going to shoot each other. Right. So yes.
0: Stormtroopers and storm in, uh, Mandalorian helmets are great face shields.
2: Yeah, it's the perfect. It's a perfect COVID show.
0: Right, and it's like if you're not one of those guys, you're like an alien guy in like a rubber suit. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like or,
2: or Bill Burr, and everyone's standing away from you.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, the list is kind of crazy. So initially, WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, and What If were their initial announcements for the Marvel television stuff. Yes. But now they've added Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She-Hulk. Nick Fury's been announced. Secret Invasion's yeah. been announced. Well, Arnold. Nick Fury is Secret Invasion.
2: Nick Fury is Secret Invasion? Yeah. It's the same thing? Yeah, Secret Invasion, is, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Secret
2: Invasion is, is going to be focused on Samuel L. Jackson and mm. uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, Talos is going to be the other main yeah. character in that. Yeah, that, it's it's going to be it's going to be cool. I think it's going to be kind of like a They Live of uh, of Marvel because it's just going to be the two of them going you a scroll and shooting them in the face. <laughs> 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 and if it's eight episodes of that,
0: I like wonder, I do, kind of wonder how much. They're gonna do from like the main story of Secret Invasion. I think everyone kind of thought that's what they were setting up in like Avengers or something, or you know him at this sword station at the end of I don't know Captain Marvel or whatever movie. It was. Yeah, but
2: I think I think they're setting up this show.
0: Yeah, and then maybe that's what it is. Is like this is just it'll be on TV, and then this might be something that trickles into the movies that year. You know, it's like somebody's gonna be a Skrull.
2: Yeah, and when they announced when they announced that, my favorite uh, meme that was going around social networking they were like secret invasion or what you were told agents of shield was going to be yeah exactly <laughs> it was like oh yeah we're gonna follow nick fury around and he's gonna do stuff uh it'll be interesting and they did say she hulk is one of the shows they announced and that's we've heard a lot about that but that's been confirmed that tatiana um masalani yeah uh, from orphan black is playing she hulk and um, they said it's going to focus on the dance slot run where she's a lawyer trying uh, cases in the Marvel Universe. And Kevin Feige said, so you don't know what characters are going to show up. Right. So there could be a lot of cameos, but they confirmed that Mark Ruffalo will be in it as Hulk. And Tim Roth is coming back as, as the abomination, the abomination. Yeah. which makes that
0: first Incredible Hulk movie with Edward Norton. That's canon. That counts. You know, it we've was, argued about that a lot, but this is, this, this shit counts. This matters.
2: Yeah. I, it would always was. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is in it. I think it was just story-wise you could have in, ignored it because he was yeah. already the Hulk. He already became the Hulk. All he really does is fight the abomination in that But movie.
0: they kept um Thunderbolt Ross too because he shows up in Civil War and War. Infinity yep. War. He's- uh the secretary of defense later so you know the movie had legs it sticks it's just like whatever her name was that paid betty brant you know is she gonna or betty ross is she gonna get recast or are they gonna ever use her um with tyler i mean know? natalie portman came back
2: right yeah I mean- now she's gonna be thor <laughs> it's like yeah possibly like, i mean they're not they saying they confirmed it they confirmed and, that she will be Thor in Love yeah, and Thunder? she was holding the
0: hammer during one of the San Diego Comic-Con. And they yeah, but they that just... Doing...
3: No,
1: no they thought, said they're I,
0: doing it. Cancer, thought, they're doing the yeah. whole thing. What's yeah, that? I, thing? Thought,
3: I thought they interviewed Natalie Portman and like it's been confirmed that she's getting Thor's powers.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm done with it. She said
0: she was nervous because they they said, when you go to do the thing on stage, you know, the presentation, when we announce you're coming back for Love and Thunder, we want you to pick the hammer up. And she was like, really nervous. She's like, I've never lifted it. I have no idea how heavy it is. (laughs) Um, But then they even confirmed who Christian Bale's playing in
2: Yes. Which is a character I don't know. He's like Gog the yeah, God? Yeah,
0: Gore the God Butcher. He's, okay. from, he's like Jason Aaron's uh, run on Thor, which I cannot like, recommend enough. It's easily the best Thor in my lifetime. Um, it's like I'd put it up with like Walt Simonson's Thor in terms of like the impact and what this guy did with characters. But he introduced Gore the God Butcher, who's basically like an alien who, you know, was just pissed at all gods and just kind of goes throughout the universe murdering them all. The problem is, is that Taika Waititi read this story before he directed Ragnarok and liked it so much that they gave Gore's powers to Hela, where she just like throws out like swords and stuff. Uh, That's like what Gore does. So I, uh-huh. I don't know how they're going to exactly like rework it or if they're just going to kind of just straight up adapt it. But they said they're doing Gore the God Butcher and they're going to do... Um, uh, natalie portman it's thor they're gonna do the whole cancer story yeah, well they, which was like they don't they don't straight story. up
2: adapt anything but i do think right. it's, it's another example of marvel casting of we don't give a fuck what superhero movies you've been in now you're in the yeah. mcu it's like right yeah you want to be
0: batman or no, you can be space batman <laughs> you yeah know? this like,
2: is this this is the second batman the
0: mcu has used Right, and they turned all the Batmans into villains. So yep. Ben Affleck's going to get a phone call at some point to play, you know, Doctor Doom or somebody. Yeah. Oh my God. No. Yeah, they I turn- <laughs> right. yeah, hopefully not.
2: <laughs> they, turned, they turned Batmans into villains and they turned failed human tortures into, into awesome other characters. Successful yeah. characters. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's their MO. Uh, that, that is one of the, the huge things. Uh, a couple of things that took me by complete surprise. Um, that's four yeah, I'm very excited about. Let's do it right. Let's let's just let's see what doing it right does. Yeah, we haven't done it yet,
0: right? So we've done it four, there's actually been four separate attempts, yes, right? Because they did that. Was it James Corman or who did Roger Corman? Roger Corman, and it was special. (laughs) It's so.
1: In regards to the Fantastic Four announcement, they haven't said anything about the plot or who the villain's gonna be. Nothing.
2: No. What they did announce was that John Watts, who's directing all three Spider-Mans, is going to do Fantastic Four.
0: Which I think is like a good fit, right? You know, yeah, like, because he's
2: warm and fun and bouncy, comedic, you know, like it, you know Yeah, he handles all the the high school comedy really well, so it's a good fit for Fantastic Four. And also it's easy to forget because they mentioned Spider-Man 3 in passing. Those are still Sony movies. Like Marvel is working with them and they don't contradict anything. But, but just because John Watts has made three Spider-Man movies doesn't mean he's made a Marvel movie. So they're obviously happy enough with the way Spider-Man's going to do Fantastic Four. And Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean it's one of the f- – oh, I'm sorry, Lisa. You can go. I was just gonna say I kind
1: of wondered what they're gonna do because I think where Fantastic Four movies go wrong is they don't play it up as like a family movie. And that's what the heart and core of Fantastic Four is. So you need someone who understands the dynamics that it's a family first, superheroes second. And then I wonder if they'll go the route of Spider-Man where you have like um, other kind of off the wall villains instead of kind of bringing doom back and ruining him yet again like can they like what super villains could they put in a fantastic four movie that could work you know kind of like how they made mysterio
3: work
0: yeah right and even the idea is like when they've rebooted superhero movies in marvel that have been done before elsewhere so like a great example is spider-man the first spider-man movie they didn't give us any villain we had seen before, they gave us Vulture, who we hadn't seen uh, with the first Spider-Man. And then in the second Spider-Man movie, they gave us, um, uh, what's his name? Mysterio. Mysterio, who we hadn't seen before as well. And so I think it might be interesting. Everyone, I think, really wants Doctor Doom, believe me, more than anybody else. It's like my favorite villain. But it, w- it might be nice to do a nihilus or Mole Man or somebody else that-
2: I would you know, love a whole Mole Man movie. I would we, too. I mean, I, let's I, just go underground. We haven't, yeah, been, other than Ant Man, right? we haven't been underground, right? And I, I think they're, they're.
0: It's like Guardians of the Galaxy kind of showed that anything, anything can work, right? Is like they, they made you care about a talking raccoon in a tree. No one, I promise, nobody gave a shit about those characters. We are getting a
2: Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Because James Gunn loved,
0: not ironically, loved the Star Wars Christmas special. That's why we're getting this. And apparently he's been bugging uh, Kevin Feige about this for like, since they did the first Guardians, he's been wanting to do this.
2: Yeah, they're going to shoot it while they're shooting Guardians 3.
0: So, yeah, and I they think that sure kind of they stuff get it is done yeah, Yeah,
2: I can get it done.
0: It won't cost too much extra. And then it's a nice little extra material for uh, 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 a streaming service that desperately needs new material. Mm-hmm. Because I just
2: can't keep watching the same episode of The Mandalorian every week. Well, and that's the thing. We've got really one big show out of this platform, which now has 80 million subscribers. So it does make sense that they announce like 60 things. Right. Some of which won't come out until the next presidential election. Right. But, and, um, but more people are watching this streaming
0: service. There's more subscribers than voted for either candidate. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so at least we found something Americans can agree on. They love Disney+.
2: And that's what it made, really makes me wonder is Disney announced they have 80 million subscribers. Mandalorian is their big show. So we're like, are 50 million people watching The Mandalorian? I mean, I think so. They said The Mandalorian
0: is three times more popular than anything else on the platform. So it's It's not even, like, winning by a little. It is the Mandalorian, big gap, everything else. Yeah. It's, like, it is their biggest hit.
2: What's that, Tina?
3: I said it's really hard to beat Baby Yoda. They hit a gold mine. Yeah, model,
2: yeah they, they did. did. Yeah, they did not go out of their way to mention Mandalorian Season 3, but I'm sure uh, and next, next week we being the last one. We'll pro-
3: that they were saying that they're aiming for the third season, Christmas 2021.
2: Okay, which would yeah, make sense. I,
0: I would definitely expect that show to go until there's at least other shows to replace it if its ratings drop. Mm-hmm. But I don't see that show going anywhere. I just don't know how long they can. I, I know they're kind of like the Mandalorians, very clearly like based on that comic, Lone Wolf and Cub. You know, you ever read that? Uh, I know of it. I haven't read much. Yeah, I've never read it either. But I, I don't know how long that comic goes for, and I don't know how long. This guy can like drag this little baby Yoda all over the but universe before. The
3: thing about the Mandalorian. It did something that I didn't think was possible. And it actually made me interested in Star Wars.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've never seen them, right?
3: Earth not giving a shit about Star
0: Wars. No, I
3: never <laughs> right. had any desire to. I know, well, everything I know is based off of pop culture and what yeah. other people have told me. But you fucking put Baby Yoda on the screen. And I can't get enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's weird. It's like the Baby Yoda thing. I don't. I, I. I. It doesn't bother me. I don't really care for it either way. It's nice. He's. I don't want anything bad to happen to him. I. I like the show just fine. But it's like it. It needed that for the other half of people. I was already in based on mm-hmm. here's a Star Wars Western in space that was enough for me to be all the Western in.
3: Western got me as well because I do, I love Western.
2: Right. Yeah. But then this, And like, here's a Boba Fett experiment. show, which was, which people have always loved. They always thought he was cool, even though he doesn't do anything in Empire. He does do He does more in the one episode of Mandalorian than he did in other movie. And it's, it's clearly like a bunch of dudes who grew up loving Boba
0: Fett for whatever reason people love Boba Fett for. Yeah, yeah way, John Favreau. <laughs> way, 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 way leaning into, let's make make him a real the badass he is in our imaginations because it's yes. like he's just like obscenely r- ridiculous now in this show because it's like they're overcompensating for the 50 years of that character's existence of doing nothing but getting his ass beaten eaten by a sand monster and now they're just like he's the bad and biggest badass in the universe and it's like no he's not
2: well that's the initial pitch of the show i'm sure it's like all right everybody loves boba fett what if we do a whole show that's just about a boba fett and all yep. he does is collect okay. bounties and kill people. Yeah, yeah. And everyone loved that, yeah. Yeah, and continue to love that. Um, we are getting, speaking of Star Wars, since we keep leaning that way, uh, one of the things I'm really excited about, we're getting like more animated series, which I think we're always going to have that Dave Filoni animated series going. Like from Clone Wars to Rebels to the Resistance, now to the Bad Batch, we're always going to have that. The thing that really... Stuck out in my mind They mentioned it very briefly That we're getting a C-3PO and R2-D2 show Live action? I don't know They didn't mention if it was animated or live action They just said a droid's tale And it's C-3PO and R2-D2 Helping a new character And I'm like, okay You know, it
0: could be Well, then that one girl got her whole show The Jedi from The Mandalorian two weeks
2: ago Yeah, Ahsoka Tano Who is a character from Clone Wars Right. And Rebels, um, who's played by Rosario Dawson, who ironically was in every Netflix Marvel show. Yeah. Because she was Claire Temple in Marvel, and now she's in Star Wars. Uh, By the same token, we got Ming-Na Wen now in Mandalorian um, as a bounty hunter, and she was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. all the time. Disney does not care (laughs) if you've seen this person before. Well,
0: it's like there's so much, even looking at like all the shows they're putting out, there's so much shows that they're doing and on new movies that are coming out that it's like they don't have, they can't skirt around if you've played another character in another franchise. It's right. like they, they don't have, there's too many, they're making too much shit to let that stop them. The only thing they have to be careful is just like making sure they're not like crossing over. You know, it's like yeah. how many Marvel guys are going to appear in Star Wars and how many Star Wars guys are going to appear in Marvel, you know?
2: It's almost a badge of honor to do both. It's like... You kind of- What's that they always say is like
0: Carl uh, Urban used to have a record for how many franchises he'd appeared in. Because he did like Judge Dredd, he did Star Trek, he did Lord of the Rings, he's, uh, he did Marvel. Dina. Right. So this guy's been all over and yeah. it's like, you know, who
2: else? Yeah, he,
1: played, that? he played three different characters on Xena. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah because so like, he was in yeah. new zealand everyone in new zealand right? yeah they just they keep them working the flight of the concord guys were elves i mean right. there's only so many people in new zealand that know how to read a script yeah you can take direction you know
0: swing a sword at this guy you know <laughs> yeah. yeah we don't have to pay for a plane ticket for you therefore you're good right if you can swing a sword at him, you know yeah menacing but, you
2: get a job but in terms of casting what really blew me away was when watching the loki trailer i'm like Oh, Owen Wilson's in this.
3: Oh, my God. I did not recognize him. He's I literally, somebody at work had to be like, and I couldn't believe Owen Wilson was in the trailer. And I was like, mm. wait a minute. Where?
2: But he does it, the most Owen Wilson. He, he just looks like a middle-aged guy in this with a mustache. Which yeah. is funny because I just rewatched Grand Budapest Hotel and he has a cameo in it with a mustache. And I'm like, oh, there's mustache Owen Wilson. We have a precedent. But just what is he's
0: he playing, do we know?
2: He's playing like the guy running the time, time variance, variance authority. Because he's in the elevator with him. From? And he's like, he's like he's like, You like talking. Talkie talkie talking talk talking. And I'm like, yep, we got
0: Owen Wilson. Yeah. What is he what is this idea from this time variance authority? You remember it's this? part
2: of Walt Simonson's Fantastic Four run. Okay. So it's basically a group that protects the timeline by stopping time travelers from messing things up. Right. Walt Simonson's run on Fantastic Four is so underrated and there's only trades of it. But there is a, an amazing issue where Reed Richards and Dr. Doom fight each other through time and they actually fight in a non-linear way through the book where the letters page went, if you want to follow the fight, it's page one, page eight, page four, page 15, page 12, because they're going back and forth through time. They're actually jumping around the book. So it was- a, it was a really cool. cool Walt Simonson idea, and I'm like, oh, I love that they're using this for Loki and not saving it for Fantastic Four.
0: Right. Well, and it, that's the other thing too. Like Shield, this could be something that's going to be could have a big impact down the road because mm. Kang is going to be the bad guy in the third Ant Man movie. Yep. And not using Kang in the Ant Man movie and then not using him again. This is like one of the biggest villains in the Marvel universe. This is probably our next. In thing your else. mind. I, I if, if they just use Kang and Ant-Man and the Wasp, that'd be insane. <laughs> They'd be out of their minds.
2: That's yeah. Well, we'll we we'll, we will see. But uh, one of the things Kevin Feige kept pointing out was how closely these are going to tie to the movies. Cause we heard when Jeff Loeb was running them, the TV shows, it was a one way street. Yeah. It was like, yeah, we can mention that a shield is Hydra, but we can't ever use agent Coulson again. The one time they used him was a flashback to before he died. And they were like, right. yeah, not enough people watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to care. This is going to, like, they're going to introduce Ms. Marvel and Captain Marvel too, and then immediately give her her own show.
0: Right. Well, and, and then even um, they said Wanda Vision is going to lead directly into the Doctor Strange movie.
2: So yep. it's like, it's... it's which is it's, then... A work. Which is then going to lead right into Spider-Man 3. Like, right. Which well, Which... So-
3: makes me wonder if if they're i mean obviously going to probably keep it under wraps but if wanda vision ties so closely to dr strange is benedict cumberbatch going to show up at some point at the end of the season or something i'd
0: I'd be uh prepared for it i'd be be surprising if it happened because i think they are going to push these shows to be more connected to the um, the the MCU, the wider like movies. So I think there's going to be a lot of overplay between. I mean, even looking at the people that are going to be in that Captain America and Winter Soldier show, yeah. That you know they're bringing in all these characters, Batroc's coming,
2: uh, the, coming back. Who is the villain? Who is the villain with the helmet and like? hemo the... Oh, who's no the... the there's like a villain with like a white, With like a red.
0: Yeah. Yeah, red... yeah I don't know. I was talking to Dave about it. And he he says he, he thinks it might be Sin.
2: What's that? yeah
3: there it's it's some sort of like terrorist group
0: that's, that's yeah but it, it definitely
2: but they're, feels they're told- like it comes from the comics and i'm not versed yeah in- i'm sure it does i don't think enough. they're gonna
0: make anything like you know they're not gonna come up with anything new they're gonna grab stuff from the comics and they're gonna twist it a little right. so i was talking to dave about him, like who do you think these guys are because i had no idea and the only thing he kept saying he was like it's the red skull's daughter is that it'll be sin and they're all wearing white masks with like red painted on it because it's like they're they're like a modern like Red Skull army or terrorist organization or something. It's, but it's not a bad idea. And I heard like Flag Smasher is supposed to be in this show. He's yeah. like some B- D-list Captain America villain. And then Zemo is coming back.
2: Yes, Zemo is going to be the main villain in this from Civil War. Although, so yeah. the, there's going to be a lot of weird connections because just this this idea that WandaVision goes into Doctor Strange. I'm really feeling like WandaVision, they're being very coy and just playing with the visuals. I really think the but the premise of WandaVision is that um, she's trying to bring Vision back and creates a fantasy world around it. Kind of like Hal Jordan with Coast City before he became Parallax. And then she can't sustain that. And I think she's probably going to lose her mind and go completely crazy by the end of it, and which will lead us into Doctor Strange trying to get her to control her powers. Right. Um so
1: there is there a like a villain that's going to be tied to like are they setting up I feel like uh all the Marvel movies kind of led up to Thanos, right? Mm-hmm. Like we saw Ronan who was a, a puppet of Thanos. Like who's the next big I don't think they've said guy that we're building to
2: they're, they're like, not saying and now that I feel like they blew up their own formula by going hey, we're doing Disney Plus now and we're doing movies. I don't know that there's an overarching theme. I mean, a lot of people a lot of people thought Galactus because we're getting the Fantastic Four and that's a bigger right. threat than Thanos and we can introduce Dr. Doom in Fantastic Four and then yep. he could run through some movies and make things worse. But with stuff going back and forth like this, we could have these just multiple tracks running because I don't know, like what the hell will, Shang-Chi is going to tie into the Mandarin somehow and- I really believe that um, with Dr. Strange tying into Spider-Man, Sam Raimi is going to direct a Spider-Man again.
0: Like yeah. Within
2: Dr. Strange. And it's
0: nice that Sam Raimi is directing the other Ditko character. Yeah. It's like a really nice, like, there's enough overlap between the two characters and even to have them kind of like, Share the screen a bit. It's just kind of like a nice touch. I actually think with, it, that's why I was saying Kang earlier because they're laying a lot of groundwork right now with what they're doing. Wanda Vision is going to set up uh, Young Avengers because her children are two of the Young Avengers. Kate Bishop is in the Hawkeye show. She's right. a Young Avenger. Cassie Lang is going to be in the third Ant-Man as Stature. She's a Young Avenger. Ms. Marble. Uh, Miss Marvel, they could throw in with the Young Avengers. So I think they're setting up Kang as a time villain. They're doing all this time travel alternate dimension stuff, and they're laying the groundwork for Young Avengers. I think it's like Kang's, Kang's one of the Young Avengers. He's Iron Lad. So mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of things getting set up. Whether or not he ends up being the big, next big villain, I think he'll, it's obviously going to play a bigger role than the, kind of what's coming, I think.
2: Yeah, and here's another thing, uh, another Young Avenger we're getting. We're getting... Two Iron Man shows, which I thought was the perfect move because oh, right. Robert Downey Jr.'s shadow looms so large, he's not coming back, that we're getting both War Machine and Armor Wars, which is probably the show I'm looking forward to most. I am yeah. so
3: excited for that show. I, well, because we
2: didn't even I know they was coming. I
3: have so much, and it makes me so happy. I had no idea that that was even a possibility, yeah. and now I'm ecstatic for it. I can't yeah, wait.
2: I, Armor Wars is my favorite Iron Man story ever. And the fact that Don Cheadle, we've talked about this a lot on the show. Once we knew that uh, Robert Downey Jr. wasn't going to do any more Iron Man movies, we were like, well, will it be a War Machine movie? Can he carry Will they just stop doing Iron Man? And it makes so much sense for War Machine to have a show yeah. than, to, than to have a movie. And then we're also getting Riri Williams. We're getting an Ironheart Heart show.
1: I'm really interested in that. I think it's definitely a way to capitalize on like what's going on in society because that's what I think it would kind of modernize the comics and help translate them to current time, you know, because we're moving away from like young teenage white boy is a superhero kind of a thing. So I'm excited for Ms. Marvel and uh, Riri to see what, what do they do with that? And then do they, are they setting her up as like an Avenger? Like, is she going to be, rather than have Robert Downey Jr. because he's not there, like, is, are they going to set this up and change up the Avengers
2: uh, lineup? Right, because we have no Avengers announcement.
3: Right, <laughs> we have nobody. Yeah. We have, it's,
2: there are 10 movies they've discussed, including the two, Eternals and Black Widow, which have been pushed to next year. But we have 10 movies that we're getting, and none of them are Avengers. Yeah. So... I
3: mean, I, it's a big gap, because how many, except Thor?
2: No, well, I mean, we're getting... Winter Soldier, we're getting Thor, but we're not getting The Avengers as a movie.
0: Right. It's like Thor, Black Panther, Captain Marvel are getting their second sequel. Yeah, so as
2: much as we can say who's going to be The Avengers team, what's Avengers 5 going to be, it's not even a consideration. And Marvel knows they're going to have to deal with the X-Men at some point. So they've announced things three, four years in advance.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's so much stuff coming out. It's like, we talked about this before. It's like with... With Marvel movies initially you got two a year. You know, you got two a year pretty much every year. And then they started doing three a year back in twenty seventeen when like Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider Man Homecoming, and Thor Ragnarok all came out. Now we're gonna get to the point where they're gonna do four a year because they it's there's fun. so much material coming out. How many
1: how many individual movies did we get before we got an Avengers movie? Like what have they uh, Five. Ever been?
0: We got all the five Avengers minus Black Widow all and, movies and then an Avengers got, movie. And
2: we got two Iron Mans before we got one Avengers.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. one of them, right, was two yeah. Iron Mans.
2: Are
1: they going to stick with the overall formula where, okay, if they're setting up all these young Avengers, are they going to give us a young Avengers movie? And that would be like the big team-up movie, but –
2: I, I don't mean, know. nobody knows. I feel like I feel like there's no formula. I feel like they created the formula with Avengers – Then they did it, they did the big ending. I I kind of feel that, because after the big ending they announced things like Black Widow and Eternals and Doctor Strange 2 and Ant-Man 3 and it was all the smaller films. It wasn't like there was no gigantic movie in the center of it. I kind of feel like like, Kevin Feige's thinking, yeah, we've done that. We've done, like, everything builds up to Avengers.
0: Yeah, I remember after Spider-Man came out, everyone was like, when are you going to announce Phase 4? What's Phase 4 look like? And I remember Kevin Feige or maybe with somebody else saying, we might not do phases anymore. Is that that was kind of like, this? Is how we started it. There's They're not beholden to phases or wrapping up every phase with, like, a big Avengers team, team a movie. Well, they're not not going to make another Avengers movie, right? Because the highest-grossing movie of all time. So they're going to make oh. another one. I think they
1: will. I guess my thought is they just, they always seem to try to keep us guessing and like, Mm -hmm. I can see them kind of creating a new formula. But you know, rather than maintaining the old one, because now it's predictable. And I think they, the movies are so successful in part because they don't follow the script. Yeah. Right. So we thought we were getting them like Secret Invasion, and they went completely different with the Scrawl story. So I think there's a lot of flipping things on its head to keep it fresh so that new people who've never read a comic book can still get into it and not be completely lost if they watch the movies. But also so that like veteran readers like you guys still can find something new in the movies. And you're not like, Sitting there. Oh yeah, this is gonna happen. Oh, yeah. now this is gonna happen. Yeah. Well, it's
0: adorable to think that they're they're considering the three hundred thousand comic book readers in the country <laughs> wait, wait,
1: because I wait, wait, you know who's making the movie, Stephen? They right, kind of, they are true. That. Yeah. To so the same so to a certain extent, I think they're they're kind of living out a fantasy. Like, oh, well, what if Ditko decided to go this direction, or what if like right. yeah. a writer took it this way?
0: Well, yeah, that's and- what John's point, like, Armor Wars is a cool idea because it's, it, like, to his point, it's a great Iron Man story, but it's, like, the story is Tony Stark running around beating up all the villains that have armor. So, it's, like, this show could introduce do- dozens of just D-list villains that I love, like the Beetle <laughs> and all these other knuckleheads that nobody cares about. There's no, they're never going to do Beetle as the big villain in a Spider-Man movie, but it'll be cool to watch war machine chase him around for a half an hour one week and beat him up and wreck his suit. You know what I mean?
2: What happens when he goes after ghost who is part of Armor Wars, who we yeah. have in already have the lost was a sympathetic character.
0: Right. And that's cool. Is that like, we've already got a pretty, I mean, a very expansive universe of characters. So it's going to be interesting to kind of see how they all play him. I mean, it's like, I don't even know. It's like they could make war machine, iron man. He could be the next Iron Man. He was Iron Man in the comics for years.
2: He could put on a red and gold armor at the end. Yeah. Because it's it's, not called War Machine Armor Wars. Right. right.
0: You know, it's the same thing with like Falcon and Winter Soldier. That trailer doesn't tell you who the next Captain America is. You know, he told Falcon. In the
1: same vein, we're doing the same thing with Black Panther. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who's going to take up that mantle if they've already announced a movie, but there's. Like they're not gonna replace him. So
2: Right. Yeah, Yeah. I mean sure Shuri Shuri is the natural next step because she was Black Panther in the comics. But as I said, the comics don't really matter anymore. It's like, was Civil War the comic? No. Well you know, was infinity war that comic? Not even close. Right. It's
0: a lot of it is um, you know, you take inspiration from the comic and you make nods to the comics, but it's like they shouldn't be beholden to it. I don't want to read uh, or see armor wars adapted exactly like the comic i've already read that story i'd much rather see a different take on it with the own continuity that they've built in the marvel universe where it's like you know it, it's like use a character like ghost who we've already seen or introduce new guys using uh you know armor components from iron man it's like um this could be a lot like it might not even be based on Armor Wars. It might be the title of Armor Wars, but it's based on the Five Nightmares, which is Matt Fraction's run on Iron right. Man, where Obadiah Stain's kid was like selling cheap Iron Man technology and like on the black market and stuff. It's like it's they they have the such a wealth of opportunities for like what direction they can go in. And it it's like they're 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 now living in the world that they've kind of created, right? It's like they've spent so much time building this up and you know making it you know what it is that it's like you know it's it's going to be impossible for any of us to predict like what any of this is going to happen and then they can change when tragedy strikes and we lose Chadwick Boseman right oh no, think-
2: there's no there's no comic where T'Challa's dead yeah
0: right so you know it's like it it's it, the movies will have to then be different the the only thing is like it, there's an, an unfortunate amount of like um cultural backwash to these things right where it's like the the comics uh chase the movies now it never used to be that way and now every time a movie comes out it affects what's going on in the comics so we'll probably see a different black panther when that movie comes out whoever they make the black panther in the movie marvel comics will make the black panther in the book you know we've already got a taskmaster comic book came out because the black widow movie was supposed to be out i'm sure they're going to put falcon Back in the Captain America costume, when that show hits, they're probably going to put, um, um, you know what? Uh, you know what are the Hawkeye movies or shows coming out? So there's probably a Hawkeye book on the on in the works now. How
2: are you how are you feeling about that Hawkeye show? Because I know it's one of your favorite books.
0: Yeah, well, it uh, Hawkeye's complicated because he's my favorite Avenger, but he's the worst character in the Marvel universe, because uh, or in the MCU, because Jeremy Renner is terrible and he doesn't do anything. They've never given him anything to do. He's just like a muscle guy. I never really liked his casting. Um, it's like uh, Robert Downey Jr. changed how uh, Tony Stark was written. Unfortunately, Robert Downey Jr. took Hawkeye's spot on the character of the Avengers for the asshole on the team, right? That's, that was Hawkeye's job. So now it's like Hawkeye's this like, brooding like military guy with kids and it's like that's not his character in the comics at all. So I'm interested in the show for what they'll do to see, kind of what it looks like and everything. But um, and we know
2: they're I mean, doing the well, we know they're doing the fraction run because Kate Bishop is a right. Kate Bishop's there. We
0: saw Pizza Dog. Um, well, I'm
1: surprised you know. that they're even that they're even going through with it because. Jeremy Renner got busted for being he's a domestic a, abuse. A, yeah, like a yeah. bad So I was kind of surprised in the era of me too that they're still like, yep, okay, he's good to go. Yeah, because I was
0: very surprised people, as well.
1: People were calling for Shuri's head because she was like
0: an anti-vaxxer.
1: Shit about yeah, being anti-vaccine. So they're like, Oh well, she can't play back Black Panther now. I'm like, we're gonna, gonna let Jeremy Renner, who's a bad batter- the thing
0: i'd heard about jeremy renner was crazy and i don't know if this is true but i had heard that he was drunk or high out of his mind on like cocaine and then he put a loaded gun in his wife's mouth and like crazy shit like this and as soon as i heard that i'm like that hawkeye show's canceled they're gonna get rid of hawkeye and they're still moving forward with it i mean they're shooting it now you know (laughs) it's like it's filming right now So, I don't know. We'll see. You know, maybe that show will come out and then all this nasty shit will leak about how terrible he is and that'll be the end of it.
2: Well, and here's a door that completely swings open um, is that they've been toying with the idea of the multiverse for a little while. There was mention of it in Far From Home. Doctor Strange is called Multiverse of Madness, which is, as they're saying, will connect to Spider-Man 3 even though it's Sony accounts. And Spider-Man 3, again, they didn't mention a lot because it is a Sony movie. But... A Spider-Man 3 is bringing back everybody that was ever in Spider-Man now. Like, yeah, and this and is- I that this Andrew is like Garfield's in it. Alfred Molina is confirmed. Jamie Foxx is confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Michael Keaton is supposed to be coming back. There's a lot of rumor about Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire being in it. And I, from a I certain perspective- I've heard confirmed, not confirmed. The last thing I heard confirmed was Alpha Merlina will be Dr. Octopus in it. And from Sony's perspective, it makes sense because Into the Spider-Verse was huge, so let's do that again in live action. Right. But what it's is? Just, but to Lisa's point, like, what's the overall thread? It's like, we're not even going to stay in one universe anymore. Right. We're going to blow that all up. Maybe this is a way to bring Ryan Reynolds and keep him doing Deadpool. I mean, they kept J.K. It, Simmons with no explanation, but... It right. wasn't J. Jonah Jameson number three because the only right. person who goes to see multiple J. Jonah Jameson movies is me. Right, <laughs> I'd probably go. Oh, i go, I go with no Spider-Man. It was like when they showed Loki, I was like, yeah, I don't care if Thor's in this. If they made a J. Jonah Jameson movie, I'm like, I don't care if Spider-Man's in it. Yeah, you don't need him. So what does, what does the multiverse do now for blowing this all up? Is it a way for Disney to just go, yeah, everything counts? Just like- I
1: think it's it's a response to 2020 because there's clearly no rules anymore and the points don't matter. Yeah, <laughs> just like whose line is it anyway? So I think there's some <laughs> guy it's in there the MCU back.
2: is improv. That's what you're telling me. But yeah, yeah, they're just it's Devin- the Muppet with the bomb that just goes. Kevin <laughs> Feige the- comes out to a board's meeting. He goes, "I need a name of a character, a title of a crossover." <laughs> and uh, an occupation in a major life event <laughs> they're like superior spider-man in the arctic
0: <laughs> i i mean i think with the multiverse it's tricky because it's it's so big but i think this is i mean it's it opens up the doors to everything because this opens up the doors for the x-men movies happening in this universe uh like the fox x-men movies you know it opens up recasting for people oh, this is the Iron Man from the next dimension over. Um,
2: it it explains be- all the X-Men movies. It
0: explains, yeah.
2: It explains why you have James McAvoy and Patrick Stewart both running around.
3: And what? Right. Two Quicksilvers?
2: Two Quicksilvers, right. well, yeah. Well, that's the other thing. There's a rumor, the- rumor that Quicksilver's it- going to be in the WandaVision show. But Which one?
0: Well, the MCU one, presumably. I don't know now. Yeah, I mean, maybe not. Who knows? I mean, maybe there are no rules, and the rules don't matter.
1: I say just bring in the Muppets. Like, just put Muppets in the movies. Like, because they
2: own them all. So, there you go. That is the one thing that pissed me off, Lisa. There was no Muppet announcements. I'm like, a second season of Muppets now. That was great. Just, just give me, tell me you're going to put the fucking Muppet show on Disney+. Plus. I was Christmas
1: shopping. I could find no Muppet merchandise on the Disney website.
0: Wow. That's crazy. It's it's awful. They don't know what to do. But I bet you saw plenty of Baby Yoda shit.
1: Yes. And useless Baby Yoda shit.
2: Like As opposed to the really useful Baby Yoda shit. Like the one that detects radon. Yeah.
1: I was looking for gifts for Tina. And it was like, there's nothing. (laughs) Actually, they did find Box Lunch has a Baby Yoda... Uh, makeup brush holder that is useful it's the back of the pod is open and you put your makeup brushes in it but it doesn't come out to march that's no good to me that doesn't
2: help you now it's like the the ps5 i'm like yeah "Yeah, i I can get it for ben's birthday (laughs) right (laughs) yeah um yeah but speaking of uh sci-fi we talked a lot about star wars one of the things that stuck out they had a whole presentation on fx and they just mentioned in passing, they were like, oh yeah, Noah Hawley, who created Fargo and Legion, is going to do an Aliens TV show. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, kind of as big as anything D- Disney Plus announced.
3: We just yeah. watched Alien for the first time. The first one? The first one and the second one.
2: Oh, those are the really good ones. What would you think?
3: I didn't like the second one, but the first one was pretty good. You didn't like Although the second I, I, I spent the whole movie in a sheer panic that something was going to happen to the cat so that was a bit distracting at the end
1: of the movie we decided the cat's <laughs> really alerted in, so there was no need to worry the whole time
3: because ah. that, yeah. you put it was the same movie, cat you put a cat <laughs> in the movie and a cat always dies so naturally you have a cat in a spaceship with this alien creature running around of course the cat's gonna die but the cat didn't die so yeah. that's up for me
2: that's all you needed That's all you needed <laughs> keep the cat alive but yeah, but I'm thinking an alien TV show is probably the best way to do that because if if you keep going with aliens, it breaks its own continuity to a point where X Men only hoped to.
0: If you didn't like the second Aliens movie, stop there. Yeah, <laughs> because they don't get any better than that. It's like you might not even want to watch this show. the show. Second one's good, but no more beyond that. Just no, pretend they, it ends.
2: No, they're just a mess. We have had many podcasts about like new alien movies coming out, where we're like, so what was that? It was Prometheus. What the yeah. Hell? And they do the same thing X-Men does. This is how Fox treated their franchises. They run them into the ground and then they try to reboot them, but not reboot them. They're like, well, this is a sequel, but it reboots everything. Yeah. So, um,
0: great at making movies over at Fox. You know, they've been at <laughs> it a while, but they, they were struggling for a long time. They put out the original
2: Star Wars trilogy.
0: Yeah. Well, that was a whole different group of people over at Fox, you know? Because yes. well, the the they, they, pre- they then put out the prequels, you know? So there's
2: that. Well, the group of people at Fox are not the group of people at Disney. Yeah, thank God. So, And I would be remiss uh, if I did not mention that we're getting four more seasons of Always Sunny. And I was like, part of me was like, we could stop right here. We could end this whole presentation. <laughs> Always Sunny is just never going to end. And How it's- many seasons does that make it? Then? They said that'll uh, renew it to season 18.
0: Oh, my God. Oh. I just can't believe that show's been on the air this long.
2: And it, it hasn't slowed down. The last season was great. Yeah. They, like, they do 10 like every two years, and they make sure those 10 are good, and then they put them out. And yeah, then, I, uh, then I they all go to movies, it. they all go to TV shows that don't succeed, and then they come right. back. Yeah,
0: I I don't know. It's like, I like the show well enough, but it's like, uh, there's nobody to root for in that show. That's <laughs> so what makes like, it funny. You just feel like you need a shower after you watch too many episodes. <laughs> and
2: eventually Danny DeVito will get naked.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just <laughs> part for the course with Danny DeVito, you know? That. I don't
2: need to see that.
0: It's a Yeah, cool. you do.
2: <laughs> yeah, you do. Oh, another... <laughs> Another thing coming out of nowhere is we're getting a Buzz Lightyear show, which seems like oh yeah, it's about yeah. the mythology of Buzz Lightyear, kind of like the old anime show, but uh, but for the first time we're recasting Tim Allen and Chris Evans is going to be Buzz Lightyear.
0: Yeah, so he Chris Evans is going to play the person that the Buzz Lightyear action figure is based on. I and believe that so, like, and it's animated. Like it sounded like a fake thing, and they're like, "No, this is Pixar's next movie." I was like, "Wow, okay." <laughs> Yeah. Well let's put it so this it, way,
2: how many announcements this weekend sounded like fake
0: things? Re- yeah, I mean and yeah, seriously. Well it says it's just there's so much, you know, it's like it, you know, we we go weeks without hearing anything from anybody because of COVID. And we, then Disney like has a meter. Yeah. Right. And then <laughs> and then Disney's just like, here's 30 things we're coming out with.
2: Yeah, I was I was
0: I, go ahead. I was kind of disappointed because
1: the they're doing a lot of new projects, but they're in like a lot of characters are getting their own TV shows like Tatiana and all that. But what they're still making like live action version of the animated ones. Like, do we need another live action Peter Pan? Oh,
2: yeah. we
1: need
3: a live action Pinocchio? I don't think
2: so. Yeah, with Tom like Hanks. Like
1: they announced Jude Law is going to play Captain Hook. Like he's not going to be as good as Dustin Hoffman, so forget it. Like, don't even bother. Are you yeah.
2: defending the Spielberg? Like, there's hook? just I don't know. Wait, wait, wait! No, no, movie. no! I'm stopping the show. Are you, you defending? You better. Is this another one of those we're millennials and yeah. everything in the early '90s was good? It's a good movie, Rufio. You guys, you need to grow up. Why I dressed as Rufio more. for
1: Halloween. <laughs> I was a Stay college there.
2: student sitting in the theater, going, "What the fuck is happening?" It's a good movie. It's like wholesome, the, like the Phantom
3: let me tell oh you oh my god
2: um, yeah good movie it's a garbage
3: film shut up
2: which is a garbage is film
3: a gar- the phantom don't get yeah. me started
2: on the billy phantom. zane yeah. <laughs> so we he had hair
3: here, here is my theory about the phantom and hook um if you grew up watching it you love it and it's great and it's a great time i didn't see either of those films until i was an adult and i can tell you they're trash
2: tina had a bad job there you go, there you go. Steven once defended Space Jam on this podcast for it's a 17 good movie. minutes. It's a good movie. I
3: hate that movie. It's
2: you have garbage. no soul. I know. but no, that doesn't... No. I think the person who defends Space Jam against the original Chuck Jones cartoon, that person has a deficiency of soul which they cannot recognize. You are trying to make Bugs <laughs> Bunny great again. Yeah. <laughs> They're still coming out with a sequel. They're always... Well, re- well, Why month- do we need... Well, you know what? I don't know why we. Looney Tunes to Warner Brothers is like the Muppets to Disney. Just every every couple of years, they just throw out a totally different reboot out of nowhere, and sometimes it's great, and they don't follow it up with anything, and then sometimes it's terrible, and it goes away.
1: But are the are the live action remakes doing that well? No, but they're not. Th- that's what my concern that is. That's confusing. Like Mulan, yeah. Mulan, I've have not watched. However, uh, friends of ours who are Asian Americans say it's highly racist, so I'm not in a rush to see it. Yeah. Um the like they made like Aladdin 2 or
0: 3 maleficent, Aladdin was terrible. Oh, yeah. I didn't see most of them but uh I, 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 I heard no. that Mulan did so badly. That was why Disney decided not to put the Black Widow on their streaming service. Yeah. This was because Mulan bombs yeah. Well, they tried, they tried
2: to upcharge for Mulan. They were like, you're already subscribed to Disney Plus, but give us 25 bucks to watch Mulan. And you're, then so, nobody did that. And that's why HBO Max is going like, yeah, every Warner Brothers movie is just on here. That's all there is to it. Yeah. We're going to have Wonder Woman in like two weeks. We're going to have Wonder Woman on Christmas Day. Yeah. 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 We're going to have Suicide Squad going directly to HBO Max. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think it's kind of like, you know, I had heard back in September that AMC theaters were saying if they didn't lift restrictions, they were going to be out of cash money in September. So, I don't know how many theaters are going to be around this time next year. Well, that's
3: the thing that's bugging me about Disney pushing back Black Widow again. It's like, I get it. I want Black Widow to have her her day in the theater and make tons of money because I'm sure the film's amazing because yeah. Disney, even Disney's worst movies as or Marvel's worst movies are better than DC's movies. So I know it's gonna be good, but I'm just like, at this point, we waited so fucking long for her film, just put it on Disney. We
0: West. were supposed to have seen Black Widow and The Eternals by now, and we oh, yeah. won't see either of them for God knows we've how long. We've
3: seen um, Falcon Winter Soldier as well.
0: Yeah, well,
1: that's then- yeah, right. If movie theaters are now going to be a thing of the past, they're what are you holding on to Black Widow for? There's going to be nothing right. to release it into. Don't you want to
3: sell all the merchandise? Like, please, just give me the. The
0: merch.
2: merchandise is already out there. That's it's gone. Yeah. See, that's the like, thing. Is like had Marvel the, Legends out since summer for yeah. This movie they they that no did one a Hero Click set for Black Widow. It
0: came out in March. When I just the movie saw a Lego set to. yesterday at Target. Yeah, like, Lego, Lego sets, toys, everything.
2: But the, oh, but the fact man, that they're holding the fact that they're holding it for a year while releasing all of this other these other series and stuff kind of makes me think with well, oh nothing really happens in Black Widow it's like yeah but I it know does. it's set it's, before Endgame anyway but it's like right yeah, I guess I guess like Captain Marvel like went out of its way to introduce her and the Skrulls um because they fit in later I'm like I, I kind of feel like, oh, Black Widow's not really going to add anything to well, the story. Well, movie that, is, that
3: was my theory as to why they kept pushing it back originally, was I was like, oh, it probably ties into Falcon Winter Soldier somehow, because they're traveling all over Europe. Bucky's got ties to Russia, whatever. Right. Like, okay, maybe we can't get Falcon and Winter Soldier until we get Black Widow. But now we are going to get Falcon and Winter Soldier, so what the fuck's going on with Black Widow?
1: Well, it just yeah. is, it, I think it's another, like, it's a toss-away movie because like she's a female character and i feel for the longest time they don't they didn't know what to do with her and like they don't develop female characters as well so it's kind of like i think they're just treating it like ah eh, it doesn't matter like who cares about this female led movie was already dead
0: well i think they are cuz they're they're doing the same thing to eternals so i think it's definitely going to get released it'll i don't it should just come out on the fucking app um but i I wouldn't be surprised if there's something in it that will have an impact down the line. I understand that it's, you know, th- she's dead either way, you know, she's dead, but she's doing something in this movie and there's presumably a post credit scene. And I think there might be some setup work for something down the road. Um, but I, I don't, I do disagree. I don't disagree that it's like th- if this was Iron Man four, or Captain America 4, Thor 4, that they would have put this out. <laughs> you know, it's like, I do think it's because it's it's a Black Widow movie and it's she's a character that's already dead. It's a prequel. It's like, there's less rush from then to put it out.
2: I feel like it's something that they, they're saving for theater. When theaters comes back, they want to have something big in theaters. And this is done. It cost a lot. They obviously don't think so little of it that they'll just put it on on Disney plus I think right. Lisa yeah, your it's not point, like they movies. were like no no I I think Lisa to your point if it was like ah, it's female led it doesn't count it doesn't matter I think they wouldn't be sitting on it I think it would have shown up like Hamilton it would have been like hey we just put it on the app go watch it on yeah. the app which is what Warner Brothers is doing to Wonder Woman well and like,
0: Tenet bombed too remember yep. so that was supposed to be the big return of movies when that came out in theaters and it fucking bombed so you know I I think there is something to the idea that like because they haven't been able to film a lot, there's not a big back catalog of movies for them to release in theaters. I think it's like, they do want to hold on to some stuff because when theaters do eventually open, whatever theater company manages to survive until June, you know, it's like, you know, so then these companies will be kind of ready to go. But then when Universal says they're going to put all their movies on HBO the day they were released, that's the fucking nail in a coffin of movie theater chains. Cause why would I go see Wonder Woman in a theater where I could risk getting a fucking pandemic, or I could just watch it at home in my underwear, you know?
2: <laughs> so out of everything we've mentioned and I there was stuff we didn't even get to. There was so much stuff. Like they're making a Willow TV show. Indiana Jones five is absolutely happening. Uh, there's, oh my God, there's a Zootopia show. There's a Baymax show. Um, Moana's getting a show sold the the next Pixar movie is coming out Christmas day on the app so that's a movie to your point Lisa where it's like it's going straight to the app it would do well but it wouldn't be huge whereas like I I think they're thinking Black Widow is the biggest movie we have that's done Um, what are you most excited about going around the virtual room Mm -hmm. what are you most excited about seeing that's Disney announced this week
1: um, I think for me, it's probably She-Hulk because the actress that they cast like did Phenomenal on Orphan Black and she won several awards for that show. So I know like they've got the talent um, and I think it would be a different flavor for Marvel. It'll be like... Um, I think it could be... Um, a commentary on what it means to be a woman in today's society, they can do a lot with it. Um, And I think they have the potential to broaden who's watching Marvel movies, because I still largely think the movie theater is dominated by men. So if they do it right, I think they can get more female viewership. Yeah. Uh, I think, so two things.
3: I, I mean, of the stuff that we already knew that was coming, I'm most excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier after seeing the trailer, because I was like, all right, finally, my boys are back. Um, of the new announcements, I'd say it's probably either She-Hulk or Armor Wars. I didn't think we were, I didn't know what was going to happen with Rhodey um, now that Tony's obviously gone. Um, and I think finding out about that, that sounds incredible. And I am here for all of the War Machine stories. Like, let's go.
2: <laughs> Steven?
0: Yeah, I think I'm mostly with Tina. I think uh, initially I'm, I was very excited for WandaVision Vision and kind of seeing what this is going to be because these I like love these characters that I don't know nobody else really cares about. But I think Armor Wars kind of caught me by surprise and uh, you know I didn't it wasn't on my radar. I wasn't thinking about where War Machine was going to go. I just thought he'd be in the Avengers, and it's it's like okay, he's getting his own show. It's they're not telling us anything else about it, but just based on the title and what I know about the comic, um, I think that's the one that's like, uh, okay, what's this going to look like?
2: I agree with pretty much all of us. Uh, Armor Wars was the thing that took me most by surprise. Uh, Iron Man is my favorite Marvel character that Disney directly controls. Like, uh, we haven't relaunched X-Men. We don't, they don't completely own Spider-Man. They're
0: co-parenting Spider-Man. So
2: out of the the characters I really love in the Marvel Universe, Iron Man is the one that I've loved since I was a kid. Robert Downey Jr. completely revolutionized the way it was done, and his send-off was perfect. And I love that both of these shows won't cheapen it. Although, with Ironheart, um, reading the Bendis run, when Riri Williams was Iron Man, uh, she was talking to Tony's AI a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, if they really wanted to, and if Robert Downey Jr. felt like just doing voiceover, it's a way to sneak him in without diluting his legacy. And uh, again, I think uh, Iron Man is is the crown jewel in the MCU. And I think it's the perfect way of continuing that legacy, both of these shows, without running it into the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I, wouldn't I, surprise me at all.
1: I could see him doing the, the voiceover stuff. Because um, I watched an interview with him, and he was kind of on the fence. He, he was like... He didn't quite say that he was done. Um, he said he was done with the suit, obviously, because he's getting older. But voice work is easy pay. Yeah. Um, so I can see him doing that as like a way to keep keep his toe in it a little bit, you know. Well,
0: there's rumors that he's in Black Widow. That What If show uh, is supposed to have all the talent. Voice there's an Iron Man there. stories. Yeah, I right. think some
2: voices might be recast because obviously there's a Black Panther story, so unless they did this a couple of years ago. Right. Uh, but some of them, yeah. Although I I agree with you, Lisa. I've been seeing Rob Downey Jr. a lot lately, uh, and he was just on um, – uh, if we were going to do Greatest Thing, there's too much to talk about, so not. But I've been listening to Smart List, which is a podcast that Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes do, and they had Robert Downey Jr. on. And um, – also, he's on the le- newest season of Letterman's Netflix show, uh, My Next yeah, Guest. Yeah, did. I saw that. And in both of those, he's like, yeah, Marvel thing's done. And I get this vibe that he doesn't know what he's going to do next. Like the Doolittle movie didn't go anywhere. He's talking about um, Sherlock Holmes again. But he's like, I think part of him's like, you know what? If, if I do like one afternoon a month to do some voiceovers, that, that'd that probably be fun. I feel like he'd be up for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: I'm kind of intrigued by the what if um, idea too, because um, Tina was joke like the Watcher's going to be in it. So I was like, ooh, that could be cool. It'd be cool to see.
2: They show the yeah. Watcher, yeah. I and it was a great book in the '70s. I wasn't impressed by the animation style; it looked a little stiff to me. So I was like, I think the writing's going to be there. Like we know we're going to get well, Peggy Carter as Captain and- Britain. Is
3: that you and love. So I think I think that'll help with it.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there's an evil Doctor Strange story. Clearly, there's a Black Panther, a Star-Lord story. Um, there's, like, a Captain America zombie, like, Winter Soldier story. So, I'm interested in all the premises.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's cool. It's going to be the, cool to see, like, what they mine from, like, the What If comics they've done. And not just, like, the What If comics, but, like, the, like um, in the Peggy Carter show, Steve Rogers is Iron Man. And that's from a series called Bullet Points, which is this, like, it's this really obscure, like, six-issue thing Marvel did where there basically was, like, a a what-if universe where all the Marvel heroes basically swap. Like, Peter Parker's the Hulk. Um, I think Hank Pym is Spider-Man. Tony Stark, I think, is the Sorcerer Supreme. And... um, Uh, Steve Rogers is Iron Man. And there's cool reasons for why they're all those different characters, but in the Peggy Carter show where presumably she'll be like Captain England or Captain Britain, there's an Iron Man with a non-superpowered Steve Rogers piloting it. And that's out of that comic bullet point. So it's like the stuff they mine from the comics will be interesting. And then the twists they're going to put on their own continuity, like instead of Peter Quill getting abducted by Yondu, it's T'Challa. You know, that kind of stuff is, um, that's exciting, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, if you want to tell us uh, what you're most excited for, there's ways to get in touch with us. I'm at Nana my book on Twitter and Instagram. That is the official Capitated Comics social networking feed. Also, our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash Capitated Comics, where we post all the news. Lisa and Tina, uh, once again, congratulations on your nuptials about being one family Thank with you. different last names, and I'm just, I'm assuming different social handles.
3: Yes. Uh,
2: yeah. (laughs) Nothing is worse than a couple that has one Twitter feed. That's just weird. Fuck them.
3: (laughs) That's called
1: enmeshment and that's a clinical problem (laughs) you should seek counseling services for.
3: (laughs) Um you can find me on Instagram at Timey wimey Gal.
1: And I am also on Instagram at Queen Elizabeth.
0: Steven? Uh, I'm on Instagram at The Brave Better Pecan, and you can find the show on Spotify,
2: Stitcher, iTunes, and Amazon. Amazon music. Yep, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. And yeah, th- thanks guys so much for coming on. There's just so much to talk about. We needed more people. Yeah, and, appreciate uh, it. Yeah, and by the way, if you follow Tommy Wandy Gal, that's where I found half of the posts on, on <laughs> the announcements. I was like I was posting Captain America with his soldier and I was like, Oh the Loki trailer is out. Yeah. I actually I found them all um because
0: of Tina, not because of yeah. my own looking. So she's more plugged in than we yeah, are. He's on I the
2: pulse. He
1: I saw how much she was posting, I was like, Oh, John's gonna call her. Yeah. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna get called for the podcast. Yep.
0: That's how it goes. And then
1: was like a day oh later she's like, Oh, John wants us to be on the podcast.
0: I'm oh, like, does he? Oh I no know. shit. <laughs>
3: It has been a terrible, terrible, depressing, sad year. Okay, I needed yeah, We needed my this. Life.
2: Yeah, we needed four years of content to make yeah. up for this
0: year. Jesus, seriously. Well, we will
2: talk to you next week.